Welcome to another edition of the Ref Pod. The Premier League is now in full swing. We are on episode 12. We're firing through these podcasts like there's no tomorrow. And today, we're going to throw you a little bit of a curveball from... A, well, it's an amazing story, really. Something that happened over the weekend. Can't wait to get into it. We've got him on the show. We're going to introduce him in a second. Obviously, you've got me. Uh, you've got the other way, Mr. Baker. And then you've got uh, Chief Exec, the big dog, Martin Cassidy from Ref Support UK. Um, how you doing, guys? Okay, good weekend. Banging, banging. Oh, look at that! One word answers. We're off to a flyer today, aren't we? Listen, listen. My 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 triplets, my triplet grandchildren were one this weekend. Really? Yes. How expensive was that for you? That, well, it wasn't that expensive, really. Like, but it will be just a great family occasion. I've got six grandchildren, including the, the triplets, um, which I've mentioned one before. I've no mm. Grace. I've been told I'm not going to talk about Anna, Annabelle. Oh, right. She's my favourite princess now. Oh, right. For ages, this, <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you do, mate? What did you do, mate? Did you have an occasion at home? Did you go back to Liverpool? What did you do? No, no, because we're all around here in Somerset. We, 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 we all live within a five minutes drive. So we all got together at a shindig, loads of foods, bit of drinking, but I was driving, so I didn't drink. Yeah. Just a good, good family occasion. Just good that. Do you know so, what? I, I love it. You've had a good time. This, this is a mad week for me. This is like. Fucking birthday week times three. So yesterday it was my missus birthday. Tomorrow it's my lad's birthday. And then Saturday it's my little girl's birthday. So it feels like Groundhog Day, you know, getting happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. Yeah, 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 so yeah. this is a mad expensive week uh, for my household. Um, so yeah, we've got some um, some birthday shenanigans going off all week, mate. So uh, I feel it's good though, isn't it? We get together, a little bit of party, a little bit of catch love up, it. good stuff. Love it, love it, love it. And right. of course, I was watching the telly mm-hmm. and I was sit- listening to what's happened in a Portsmouth. And then I seen it all develop, and I was like, you know, oh, Todd Wayne's gone. So I just thought, um, I'm going to keep an eye on that. Kept an eye on it, see how it developed. And then I thought, right, I'm going to, I'm going to see if I can find him. Put it on the ref support. Save it, save it, save it, save it, save Why? it. Because we introduce him, and then you can talk to him about where you found out. It'll be good. It'll flow better. Trust me. Go on then. Right. So today, the show, Jules Browning wouldn't have a clue who he was. What three three days ago? Now is all over social media, is all over the media world. You've been on BBC, haven't you, Jules? I have indeed, yeah. Um, uh, five Live on Saturday night. Um, I've just been on South today. Yeah. Uh, down in here, did an interview today, and, and I've also been on the other Southern Channel. Um, yeah, I was on uh, Talk Sport this morning with Amy McCoyce and Andy Townsend, um, Radio Gloucester. Solar TV. I've forgotten. Well, there's loads of them. And <laughs> I still haven't finished. I've got a couple more for tomorrow as well. Martin, don't get jealous. He's on more than you I'm now. You know. Jealous now. <laughs> <laughs> right, Martin. Over to you. You um. You tell us how the story developed because this is your baby. This well, they're all your babies, really. Yeah, mate. It's, this it's is a good one. Normal. You know, I get a lot of stick because, like, it's a huge passion for me. Everything in refereeing. You know, it, it just is. And when I seen a unique angle here, I thought I've got to find out. I've got to find out more about this. And then there's a there's a lad who, who when I was on our Facebook page, he's in the Navy, Michael Clements. He put it on our Facebook page and tagged in Jules. And I thought, oh, hello. And then I messaged Mike and said, do you know this lad? He went, yeah, I need him to come on our ref pod. On Monday, we're going to drop everything we're going to do and see if we get him on. A couple of, couple of um, minutes later, friends on Facebook with Jules all got sorted out. And I was delighted that um, that he'd come on. And I knew, I knew. And as you've probably found, Jules, we'll be talking in a minute. I knew it would take off. I just knew that that would take... It has everything. 
that had you getting out of there in your polo, polo shirt and your shorts, you know, <laughs> the golden boots. We need to talk about the golden boots, fuck's sake. But it was just the whole thing, Portsmouth fans doing your own pitching. And I've been, I've done games at Portsmouth, and I know, I know what a simulated ground that is. Yeah. When you're there and it's your team, mate, what's that like? Oh, my God. We need to know the story, don't we? We need to know what happened. Well, yeah, come on. That's what he's going to do. He's going to build a story. You want to, so, start, start, I mean, starting the day. I mean, I'm a, um, so, I'm a Chimes Lounge. So, I'm a hospitality season ticket holder. My wife, myself, good, and, my, and other friends and family. We share a table. And we have done for some years now. So, um, we're sat above the dugouts. We're always sat in that place. Um so we go there for the football to socialise. I'm not a, a, a big drinker in that respect. Despite what they said about hospitality everywhere else, it's not like <laughs> for me. Um, and yeah, yeah, you know, we're sat there. We've watched the first staff. We've watched the first assisted ref go down with a with a calf. Um, and bear in mind, the same thing had happened when we played Exeter on Tuesday night. Mm. We lost we lost the assistant ref in that game as well. So of course, everybody's chantering and going, "Well, that's a bit weird." Two and two. We're into the second half and the ref just picks the ball up and comes wandering over and everybody's like, something's happened. Like, they've thrown a coin at the linesman or someone's abused him or something. And then he started hobbling across and everyone's gone, he's gone down. That's two linesmen. Who's coming out? What's happening? All the players were walking off and talking to the ref and then um, they made the announcement. Is there a qualified official in the ground? And I kept very quiet to begin with. What um, just, just before you go to your next bit, just let people know, don't know, what is it that you do do in terms of refereeing at this point? What level are you at, or what level were you at, or what, where are you at? So I'm I'm a, I'm, a, I'm just level five now. Um, I've been, I guess you could say, uh, over the years. I mean, I've I've played and played and refed continuously for thirty five years, if you like. Um, uh, back in the eighties, when I was either. Bad, uh, I'd been perhaps got a red card or wasn't picked. I'd, I'd blow the whistle for fun, but I'd done no course. Um, and then about uh, 10, 12 years ago, um, I was still playing, but I thought, you know what, I, I don't want to never get out of the sport. So refereeing was the obvious thing. Um, Just at grassroots went, level, yeah? Yeah, so nine down to five, so down to five. And obviously, as, as a member of the Royal Navy, RNFA was our, our, our county and my associate county uh, is Hampshire. Um, but what what the, the navy gave us was not the opportunity just to ref for within the navy into services into commands. But if you travel the world like we do, you go to different countries. So I've I've been fortunate enough to referee in a, a few odd and strange countries around the world um, purely because the ship needed. They had a team. We always had a team. And hey, if you've got an official that goes around where the team goes, it was absolutely fantastic. It was ideal. So uh, so go on then. Uh, they, they've come over and said. Yeah, so they've come over, they've made that, they've made that tunnel, and I've gone, no, no. But everybody's pointing, you know, Boy, he'll do it, he'll do it. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> no response, no response. Second tunnel announcement. We'll ask again, is there a qualified official? So at this stage, they're trying to make me stand up. So I've stood up, and of course, I'm in a, I'm in a bright, an orange Fred Perry polo shirt, which sticks out anywhere you are in the ground. <laughs> The the Stephen uh, sorry the, the Cheltenham bench just turned around and started pointing and going he'll there's someone up there there's someone up there I've got to go then and I I've got to go so I just made my way down my way down uh, to the side of the pitch uh, to the dugout and, and into the tunnel and and that's as far as I got at that point 
So we move on. Um, first question, have you been drinking? Because they see me come from hospitality. And I went, I've not even had a pint. Literally, I had a pint to sit on the table from before the kickoff. It's about about third, about third drunk because, you know, we're, we're in and out. And then it was a credential check. So they're on the phone to Hampshire FA, uh, Mike Jones at PGMO as well, and confirming all my fan number, date of birth and everything. Um, and then they said, right, you're good to go. What do the managers think? So they spoke to the managers and uh, having discussed it with their players, they came back and said, yeah, we're happy um, with Wade Elliott saying on the proviso that you do Pompey's back four. And that was the only condition they wanted. So that was it. Rally round, got some kit off bits and pieces, got shirts and comms, and the golden boots turned up from a boot room somewhere. <laughs> and were thrown at me in the in the tunnel, and I thought they looked perfect, and they were the like they were like slippers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm golden wearing, slippers. I'm, I'm, I'm wearing. Them. Yeah, I'm wearing them out, and and, and uh, I was off when the other officials said I've got a spare pair. of a black, I said, nah, nah, I'm sticking. <laughs> <laughs> They're going out on the pitch. I'm having this. Draw, if, if this doesn't draw the attention, the boots are going to draw more attention than anything. Um, so, so what minute did you come on? What minute did you take over? Do, do you know what, Wayne, if I'm really honest, I can't actually remember what the minute was because... Was first half? No, sec, second half. Second half. Was, Three, I think it was. 63, I think. Yeah, that's that sounds about right. Um, and then, of course... Then all the additional time and everything that you know when they restart because mm. the clock was stopped on the screen. So at that point, I didn't know, you know, where we were or anything like that. So I'm just all I can hear is is Ben Toner talking to the fourth, going, "How long we got left? What's the minutes? What we got left? How many are we going to add on?" And it, and it's a constant. They had to get it right before we blew the whistle to start. Um, but I went on for a warm up and I, I ran over to the to the north stand, which but the whole ground just erupted when I come out of the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> it literally erupted. I jogged over with the others to the other side and Ben Turner turned around and he did the Messiah wave. I see that. It was dead funny, that. And the crowd just kicked off. It was superb. Um, I thought, well, look, the adrenaline is absolutely flying now. I'm not warming up any more than I need to because, you know, you know when you're ready to go. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, so I went back and, uh, yeah, we got it all set up, got me in place, got my flag. Um, and... Just wait for that whistle, and you know the comms were good, um, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant support. You know, right from the second, you know, enjoy it, enjoy it. You know, asking a few questions about what happens. You know, what happens if I'm if Pompey score? What what do I do? And he said, don't worry about anything. Let's just talk about it as the game goes. Um, yeah, and the whistle went, and away we went. Um, Big question: Did you get any oh. shit? <laughs> do you know the only person I could hear shouting? There's a guy that sits behind me in hospitality, a good friend of mine. His name's Rick. <laughs> and all I could hear was, Lodgeman, you're a wanker. <laughs> <laughs> and when you know, you know, when you know someone, you know their voice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My missus was sat in front of him and she said to me after later on, she said, I turned and I said to him, I don't think that's very funny. And he stopped, <laughs> he stopped stone dead. Um, oh, does he? Yeah, he did, because he, he thought he'd upset her. But, but there were people calling me from behind the South Stand obviously knew me because they were calling me Jules. Jules! Yeah. And, I, you know, lads I obviously know through football, playing, refing, even shipmates, you know what I mean? So, uh, no, so, no, no, no stick whatsoever, I think, Christ. Any big now, decisions? is that the first time you've used headsets and buzzer flags? So I used buzzer flags before because whenever we do command games for the Navy, there's buzzer flags generally. 
Okay. And in the inter-services, uh, about 2019, they they were loaned a set of head, headsets for uh, like a sponsorship program. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. Actually, and happily, yeah, I was one of the first to use them um, in, in a game. I think it was Al Gow was... No, it wasn't Jackie McNamara was running the game. And uh, J- Jackie was... Oh, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be... It wouldn't be a new thing if Jackie McNamara didn't want to didn't want to be the centre of attention and make it all, was it? Mate, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, Martin. At the end of the game, he was selling us knock off the old ref watches. You know the old ref s watches with the timing and the colours. Every he said you can have these for fifty quid each, lad. They're normally a hundred. You know yeah. you can pay me by PayPal now. <laughs> Listen, if you two don't know, Jackie McNamara is that <laughs> lad that got done for the rock paper scissors. Do you remember that? No. What, what, no. What's that? To, yeah. Oh, call... well, of course. That, well, that, went, that, that went mental, that is. Yeah, it did, didn't he, it? He t- Man City, uh, uh, listen, correct me if I'm wrong here. Was it that, people... instead of a toss of a coin? Yeah. So what oh, he did, yeah. what he did. And listen, yeah. he'll admit it himself. If, if Jackie McNamara was, was made out of chocolate, he'd eat his own leg. <laughs> loves himself. And and he's, he's he, he comes up. He said in the beginning, because I was I was dealing with, I ended up being on telly over this, that he uh, he forgot his coin. So so instead he did rock, paper, scissors. Man City <laughs> Reading, I think it was. So it, then it was the, the WSL was just stealing your he's even stealing your thunder here, Jules. Yes. He's not even here. <laughs> so anyway, he, he did rock, paper, scissors, someone reported him, he got 28 day, uh, 21 day ban. Now at the time, uh, he would miss, but he, he did lots of games. He would miss the same amount of games. Is what Suarez got for biting Ivanovic. Wow. So, of course, I went after it, blah, blah, blah. In, in the end, it ends up realizing that Jackie McNamara hadn't really been truthful and he'd been doing rock, paper, scissors for a while. It was just this thing. All right. It backfired on him, really. Uh, so, that's why we digressed on that. So, we go back to Jules. That's yeah. why I wanted you to point out why we were talking about Jackie McNamara. Yeah. yeah so, so, headsets, mate. How did you find it on your headsets? I mean, compared to the ones I did previously, it was fantastic. It was, you know, nice, snug in pith. The, 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 the sound was, it was perfect. The audio was perfect. You know, it, it, it weren't picking out the crowd, you know, because obviously it's quite close to, to, to the referee's mouth, but you were picking up what he was saying to the players. And, you know, from a, from a, a Parks referee, you know, who, you know, what it's like even getting a, a linesman to do a line for you, to speak in, to hearing a referee and his team the teamwork was phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. You know, um, uh, just just the just basics that you would think, oh, I never would have thought of that. You know, just stuff you were talking about that was basics, but it, it keeps you on your toes. It keeps your awareness there. Um, every player's name, he knew him by the first name. He explained why he'd given fouls if people were upset. He was telling people to calm down uh, if they were being aggressive. He was having banter when it was there. And, you know, the insight is fantastic in... You know, if I was sat in the crowd and I had that access, I think that would give people a completely different mm. perspective on the job. Such a great show. On that pitch. What a fantastic let, let, idea. Let yeah. us into that brilliantly there. Because that's on my notes to talk about. Yeah. Because as a fan who's there, I know you're a ref, but you're a fan there. Yeah. And then you do the headsets and then you're here. I know they get a lot of stick at all levels, but these are top operators, these. The linos and the refs at that level. Yeah. They're top operators. How they manage games, how they how they prevent things happening is just unrecognizable to some people who just see him blow a whistle or hear blow a whistle. Yeah. And it's good to get your insights on that because us as a charity, I've said many, many times, 
And I know Abu Dhabi's lo looked at it, but his hands are tied because it's a FIFA thing. FIFA don't really want it. I'm not sure yeah. some players want it. Yeah. But from see from your point of view as a, as a fan and a ref to be involved in it, it really would change the game if they could publish what was getting said and heard on the pitch, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if they did, even if it, and I, and I think it's been done on a couple of programmes, doesn't it, where they've used it. Um, I remember many years ago, I think it was in the late 80s, the, um, I can't remember his name, the old headmaster referee, and he did an Arsenal game. Yeah, we don't say his name yet. I mean, that's, yeah, I, I can't remember. It, but it, I remember there was a bit in it where Tony Adams called him a cheat in the game, and he stopped and gave him a yellow card. And it, and it was like a headmaster spanking a little boy, telling a naughty boy thing. But do you know, people were like, well, that was, that, that, that was fairly mellow compared to what you can hear a mouth read, Nick Reed now on, on, on the Premier League. Well, yeah, even the Women's World Cup final yesterday morning. Look at the goalkeeper when she made the penalty save. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I mean, think there was about 50 other million people saying the same thing, I think. Yeah, I get it's an emotion. I mean, you can, you know, establishing the difference between an emotional outburst and an actual, you know, a, a foul and abusive outburst is, it, you mm. know, sometimes people can't differentiate between the two, but in the referee's eyes, he's got to be able to because he's he's in control mm. of that, that mm. game at that particular point. So, uh, yeah, fan fantastic. Honestly, um, Everything about it was just for me. It made the lot my life so simple. It really did, and I say that from like I'm not experienced, but I felt like I've been doing the job for years just because they were managing it for me. Oh, it's brilliant. Place, and did yeah, you get to put your flag tale, up? Isn't it? Did you get to put your flag up? Do you know the biggest cheer of the game was when I put my flag up for a pompey throw in the first time. I did it in slow motion as well. Ben Tony goes, when you raise your flag, do it as slow as you can. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Please the Ben Tony. Yeah, good Yeah, so, you know, so that that was it. And uh, a, a, sorry, another, a couple of flags um, uh, just for throw-ins and a couple of corners, which didn't really lead to anything. And just to keep them in, you know, when they were offside, he said, let me know if they're impacting the game, which they weren't. Um, uh, and I nearly obviously tripped over. I didn't saw on Sky. Oh, mate, that was definitely as well. Tripped over the street drinks bottles. On, did you see that? Did you see that? Was no, I, I've only because I've had a really busy weekend. I've only seen what you sent me through, so I haven't yeah. seen any clips of it at all yet. But I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going to Google it now. Actually, while you're talking, to have a look. Listen, listen. <laughs> you explain it more. But basically, you, if you imagine this, right? Two linos have gone down injured. They're struggling to get someone to replace him. We get a star man like Jules to come down and sort it out. He walks, he goes to take a position up and chips over water bottles. I said to him, I said, you've got one fucking job. The line's mine. <laughs> and I turned around and talked to him. I turned around and said to him and he put it and he scooted away. Um, that was just, I think there was a, uh, it was either a substitution or a, another stop in play. And so they all, because it's constant, they all come out now with drinks, don't they? Constantly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he wasn't mindful of his position. Well, certainly he wasn't mindful of mine either. So, uh, God, yeah, imagine that if I've broken an ankle or something. <laughs> and then also, for, the, for those listeners who might not know, because a lot of people who listen to our podcast, the feedback we're getting back, and not referees. They like mm. the stories we're taking and the angle we've got. So one of the buzzer flags is, do you want to explain to our listeners what buzzer flags are and how they, how they work? And well, um, so I, I will say to begin, bare buzzer flags weren't working. We weren't using them. Okay, so <laughs> oh, really? No, he, he said, That's we're not stupid. using flags. He said, we're not using buzzes, we're doing everything vocally. Now, whether that was, from, I think that was for my benefit, 
and I'll tell you why, because I was, I had that and it was twitching in my hand and I was, you know, I'm turning Yeah, over. what a good insight that is. Yeah, he, he said, we're not going to use buzzers. He said, we're going to do everything by voice. He said, so if, you, if you're flagging for an offside, he said, I want you to talk to me. I want you to tell me. I don't want you to buzz that. So that took one, that was one less thing for me I didn't have to worry about. Great shout, great shout. So, That's really cool. So obviously in a normal game when you use them, yeah, you've got that little buzzer. If your ref, ref's running around the pitch, uh, Largeman sees an instant, sees his decision. He presses that red buzzer, sends a little signal to the referee's arm. He can then in, see where it's coming from. He looks across and he sees you either waving that. Now, you know, the, the crowd probably know that now, but that's a, a huge help, um, you know, for the referee, especially if plays up his end and the instant's going on behind him and he's not seeing anything. It gives him a chance to watch play and then come back after you know if, if plays in a certain point where he doesn't want to stop it he can then come back after and say what was the buzz for and you can say well you know the goalie smacked the right the, the forward in the face for you not look whatever so it's a great asset but it is a yeah. great asset mate. yeah and, and that, what, what, what another thing it was for, on about mates as well is that historically when the ball got played forwards before buzzer flags the ref would have to look over towards his line out yeah and see if you got your flag up. And then as he looks back, there's a play where he's holding his nose and his nose is being broken because yeah. the, you know, the centre-forwards has gone bang and done him. So yeah. what, what, what it could really help was that the, the ref could focus on the challenge coming in from a ball, particularly on the cross field, away from the line-out. And then he could keep an eye on him, he could still prevent it. You know the buzz is going. And he would say, I've got a buzz offside, offside. And then he would, he would take it. So there's a lot of preventative stuff on it. And like you said, because it's the referee who wears the receiver, and it buzzes and it vibrates. And some referees like to have the buzzer going so everyone yeah. can hear it. And others just like the, the vibration. Yeah. And it's a cracker story. I think I think it was Phil Prosser, who um, the, the, the people, the players are there, the buzzer. And uh, he, they said, what's that? What's that? He goes, every time you swear, that buzzes. And he, 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 went, he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you swear, that buzzes. And it counts. And if you swear too many times... <laughs> Then I can tell the FA who gets suspended. <laughs> These players. So the, the beeping noise that was coming from the buzzer black. Yeah. Brilliant. How, how many times people swore, believe it or not. Yeah. I've got I've got I've got a question for you, Jules. One of our listeners called Chris Kidd um, has sent us a tweet not long ago. Yeah. And he wants to know whether you claimed your match fee. Well, I had a phone call, <laughs> a phone call from Mike Jones this afternoon. Confirming, not only thanking me for stepping up, but confirming that he'd been in touch with the EFL. And if I hadn't received my payment by next Monday, I'm to email him so he can chase it up. Uh, Lovely. Wow. Lovely. That's quality. Which, which you know, on, for, me, for me, that's a bonus. I mean, I'd have done it for the love and the fact that I had that opportunity. You know, money, it, it's, I don't referee, even though I get paid on a Sunday league, I would do it for nothing because... You know, but the lads that play local league football, their their refs are getting shorter and shorter and shorter. And I said, look, guys, if you're really desperate, even if I'm watching a Sunday game and you haven't got one, I'll, I'll put boots on. I won't take money from you if it's that because that I don't nice. need the money. I don't need the money. You know, I'm very lucky. Um, but I I couldn't imagine seeing 22 guys turn up, and you know, and somebody that really doesn't want to do it but has to because the game doesn't go ahead. Yeah. You know. So the money was not important to me. It's, a, it's actually a Brucey bonus. Well, mate, I mean? if you want to donate it to Ref Support UK, we, we'll pay for someone's <laughs> referees course from an underprivileged background for you. In your name. Ignore it, him, mate. He's loaded. Ignore him. <laughs> Ignore him. 
you know what? I'm actually going to try and do. I'm going to try and hunt those golden boots down because I think yeah. I might have to buy them. Oh, amazing. Yeah, get them. Get them signed. Do you know what? This should, we should actually put a petition together to Pompey to give you them. Something that you can frame yeah, with your picture on and that you can, you know, you can keep as a bit of memorabilia. I'm sure that, that, sh that should definitely be the golden way for boots. me. Let's do that. I'll put that out on Twitter. I don't know if they came from Pompey or if they came from the Stevenage dressing room. I've no idea. Sorry, the Cheltenham dressing Martin, I think we all, we all, um, Twitter page, I think you should really put that out there. I think we should Listen. see if we get these boots for him. Listen, what I'll do, I agree. Right, what I'll do, I'll, I'll do it now. I'll do it now. And what I'll do, I, what I'll do, Jules, I get He'll you. He'll find him. He'll you find him, I'm telling you. Yeah, what I'll do, I'll tweet it now, right? And I'll go, at Portsmouth, right? At Portsmouth. <laughs> Let's do it live, right? At Portsmouth. <laughs> <laughs> and here's where you you see how bad my spelling is. Because it's like me, yeah. it's called Portsmouth. I pause with FC, right? We're gonna be here all fucking day, you know. You know that, don't you know? Can you please? You've seen how I tweet. I get so much there. My spelling, honestly, it was like play school. But I'm alright. So I, I know I'm shite at it. Can you? No, let's do. Let's start it. Jules, Julian, Julian. Uh, okay, now. <laughs> What's your second name? I forgot. Browning. 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 Right. You want to sing while I'm doing this? That's fine as well, you know. Julian Browning. <laughs> right. Who? This is great listening, by the way. Was there, so he, he some, I mean, we're fucking rocking the world tonight here, aren't hey, we? Put some music I, into this. I don't know what music. I don't know what music could save you right now, but I mean, we could certainly have a go. Do the Benny Hill program. Do the Benny Hill put, put Benny Hill into oh, yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is the stuff of, of fairy tale, really, though, isn't it? You've got these. Uh, you have kids that dream of one day being pulled out from the audience because you know their team's lost a player and they get to shoot that winning goal in the final. It's almost like that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, do you know one? Of the, do you know the, the best thing about it at the end? Is it the end of the week? Um, interesting. You guys were all talking earlier about grandchildren and the like. So I got five grandchildren. Um, my son, my eldest son, lives in Egremont up in Cumbria, uh, on the west coast, and uh, he's been down with his partner and four of the grandchildren for the last sort of ten days leading up to Saturday. Saturday was the last day, so he was at the game. He was at the game with my eldest granddaughter who wow. followed. Who follows Pompey genuinely all the away games in and around the northwest and that because it's yeah. easy to get to. Uh, my youngest son, he was there um, in the other stand with a, a a young lady who is friends of his who who landed from in from Canada the day before. She's staying with us for a couple of weeks to do some travelling man around England because she's never been. Her first game of football in another <laughs> stand. My sister, my little sister, was also there in the frat end with her husband. She. <laughs> She left at half time because she wasn't feeling very well. <laughs> she missed it. And then my my big sister was sat next to me up in the top there. So I had six members of my family actually at the game. Um and, and he do you know what I mean? And and all in different parts of the state stand, in different stands. So they all looked at it from a completely different perspective. I've got different videos from them, different pictures where they've all seen it from different ways. Bizarre. I I don't I don't think from a um a fan's perspective, I can't think of a, a better... The only way that could ever be better is if you actually came on and kicked a ball. Yeah. yeah. I don't think there's any way it can be actually better. You know, it just... 
it's one of them things, you know, you look back on in years' time and go, oh, I remember when Dad <laughs> did line of him for Pompey, and it'll just be like, wow. I mean, it just it's a mental, mental story, mental. The fact that they even have to turn to a crowd because they've run out of referees is mad in itself. But to have somebody there that's confident enough and ex- experienced enough to say, yeah, all right, I'll, I'll do it for you, and then to actually do it, it's just it's just nuts. It's one of those, it's 15 minutes of fame we're all supposed to get, I guess. Just ride it, just ride it and enjoy it. And, and, you know, whatever comes off off for the back of it, just, (laughs) just enjoy it. I I mean, it's, it's, it's it's brilliant. I I love it. I think it's, um, do you know, another thing as well, there'll be a lot of people there that might have, might have been a registered ref, but I bet many didn't have the balls to actually stand up and say, do you know what? I'll do it. Because it's a big thing to do in front of that many people. And none of the players did either, did they? None of the players who give refs every week. They had the chance to step up and they never did they? Do you know, Martin, you're absolutely spot on because someone actually did say while I was still in the tunnel, someone actually said, well, can't someone from one of the benches do it? Yeah, Yeah. no, they wouldn't, would they? And they went, no, no, no. (laughs) Doesn't work like that. So, yeah, that was another another, real thing about it, having, having members of my family there, strange. Was it a full house as well? Just done, uh, I mean, Cheltenham only bought about 250. And because um, the, the away end at the moment, they, they, they've just they, they've joined all the corners. They're still doing building work. Uh-huh. So they won't oh, they won't open it out to the home fans still. So it's just under 18,000. That's um, a lot. That's yeah, a lot yeah. of people. You know, yeah, I mean, what's it? One man and his dog and a group of kids normally on a Sunday yeah, morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. And all of a sudden, half, you know, a third of the population of Pompey have turned up and they're there. You know when you know when the final whistle went then, and obviously you did your thing and that. And you walked. Did you actually walk down the tunnel and go into the referees' room with them and everything? Yes. Yeah, so, so I made my way into the middle. You know, like yeah. they do. All yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with the flag and stood with the refs and every every single player from both teams and off the bench and all the coaches and the managers, everybody came over, shook my hand. What a quite a lot of them. Quite a, Curtis Davis, um, the, the the Cheltenham skipper. I mean, I didn't know Curtis Davis was playing for Cheltenham. I didn't no, even know. I, he, no. I didn't even know he left Derby. I'm no. thinking, what an awesome signing he is for them. But what an awesome man! What a great game he had. And he said, shook my hand. He said, he said, thank you very much for stepping up to do this. I mean, he didn't have to say that, but he said it. And and several others said, thank you very much. Brilliant. Well done. You you did well. And and then the referee gave me the ball. He said, right, let's walk off now. He said, you've got the match ball. Uh, and we walked, down to, um, we walked down. What was even more interesting is there was a member of the coaching staff for Cheltenham who lives about a mile from me. He's born in Paulsgrove, which is part of Portsmouth, and he's on the coaching staff at Cheltenham. And he came up to me, shook me hand, we had a lovely little chat. He said, Paulsgrove boy, you're a Pompey lad. We're both Pompey lads. He said, <laughs> how weird is this? He said, I'm back in my home city. He said, you live here. He said, now you're on the pitch. And he, he said, he said, milk it. I said, absolutely milk it. Enjoy every single of it. Tweet updates. Tweet updates. Okay. We're, yeah. with Pompey. We're aligning. We're aligning. <laughs> yeah, just when you spell it. I put out a Pompey. I just put a Pompey. Julian Browning, the Pompey fan who replaced the assistant referee last Saturday, is on our podcast as we speak, recording an episode of the Ref Pod. We have suggested that the Golden Booty Ball should be donated to him as a thank you for stepping up, what you reckon? And then I've tagged in Sky Sports, Talk Sports, ITV, Matter of the Day, and Gary Lineker. Is there anyone you would want tagging in on that? Get, get your mate Jim White tagged in it. That's the one. Yeah, Jim, Jim White puts it out there. Get Jim, Jim on the White. case. 
<laughs> yeah, get Jim. And uh, you've got a lot, I mean, all the guys around, I suppose the Southern, in South, I mean, you've got Andy Moon, who's at South today in Express FM. He's, he does all the commentary on the games. Um, and I'm speaking to him and Guy Whittingham tomorrow night because they're doing the commentary on the, the uh, Pizza Cup game against Fulham under 21. So, um, so they're, they're quite in with the club, obviously, from a commentary perspective. So, uh, yeah, I think all those people are probably, uh, there would probably be enough, <laughs> to be fair. So, and, and it, yes, Rob, sorry. No, I was saying, how good it be to get them boots back and, you know, put them in one of them, them clear through plastic cases, get a picture yeah. in it, and it'd be amazing. That'd be absolutely Love you back on. No, so back did, on, yeah. Did you, did you rob a ball or not? Yeah, well, Ben, 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 he, he took it off. He didn't give it back to him. And he said, he stuck it straight. He, he put it straight in my hand. He said, there you go. That's yours. Yours to keep. Um, bless the officials. They signed me a program. I mean, they signed me a program that in the changing room. So they all signed it. And they also said, if you're ever at any games where we're officiating again, whether it's here or, or you're an away game, he said, make sure you come down and say hello to us. Oh. Come see us. He said, because... You know, we, we, we know who you are now. You're like, you're part of the, the community. Was probably, I think that's the He said, come and say, don't be afraid to come and say hello to us so we can just catch up and, you know, and that. So, um, yeah. And, and so when I had the ball, I, I, I used it. I had a quick sub as Dobie, you know, armpit spray and some aftershave, <laughs> a, a damp towel and got my clothes on. And then they took the ball off me and took it into the changing rooms. Um, to get signed by the teams and also the team signed a couple of, of the team sheets and they crossed out um, the fourth official's name and they <laughs> brilliant. brilliant absolutely love that mate you can, have a, you can have a wall of fame with all this I don't know about a little box yeah. you have a wall of fame and you, you, you are definitely definitely going to be a question of sports question aren't you yeah. what happened yeah. next oh aye yeah definitely yeah. is that still going chase and everything yeah. <laughs> on the chase yeah you'll be on the chase <laughs> <laughs> You're everything, mate. Yeah, I'll be, asking, I'll be asking to go in the jungle next. You watch. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Jules Browning? And all your pictures come up here on, on Touchline. Yeah, you know I, what? I'll be there. You'll be online for Soccer Aid. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, mate, even better. We've got your yeah. career sorted out for you, lads. I'm actually genuinely gutted that Soccer AM isn't on anymore. Yeah, you yeah, don't. Mate, don't know, you'd be right on that. That probably would have been because you like they like all that sort of stuff. They used to love all that sort of stuff, didn't they? So, uh, uh, but yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah, it's been a, a, an absolutely fabulous, surreal, uh, amazing thing, um, you know, for me and uh, and I'm a family as well. I'm a friends, and uh, yeah, I think I'll, I, I, I no doubt it will calm down at some point. Something else will come along and take it over, but um, yeah, I'm going to enjoy every second of it at the moment. Well, mate, I think it's brilliant. I think you should be very proud of yourself. And have you got any message to any people out there, young goals or whatever, that are thinking about getting into refereeing? What's your message to them? If 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 you if you can't play the game but you love the game, refereeing's the next best thing. To be involved, to be on the pitch, uh, you know, you you to actually have the opportunity to keep games moving, keep games flowing because you know referees are referees are the heart of the game. In the day, however people perceive perceive them. Um, you know, there's such a shortage in our area. I, I'm not sure, you know, around the country. Massive. Um, and the yeah. biggest, the biggest thing is, is it's the players that need to understand. I mean, referees are fantastic. The players that play the game need to understand that without the refs, without the control of the game, you know, they they don't get to play. Um, you know, they should be encouraging people to come out. You know, even if every club that that plays in this football league, in 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 the lowest leagues, even if they get one player from their team to go and do the course 
so that on a Sunday when they haven't got a ref, he can step in the middle and take over for that 90 minutes and, and get a feel for what it's really like, you know, to see if it's to see what a a, a non-player goes through or what a non-someone they don't know goes through for 90 minutes every week. And not including all the fitness you have to do yourself and, you know, getting yourself assessed every week. So you're always in the spotlight, buying your kit. No one buys your kit for you. You know, mm. you get your whistles. It costs money. It's not free. Um, so, you know, it, it make people welcome if they're doing it. Uh, absolutely. Get out there. Get amongst it. Boys and girls. I mean, and mate, as, as one of our military veterans, we're very proud that you saved. Thank you. Mate. And, Thank you. And I'm sure some of the skills you learned as a referee has uh, probably helped that as well, didn't it? Some of the skills you learned, communication and everything else. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I, I'm very lucky I can deal with confrontation quite easily. Um, there are a lot of people out there that, that, that we lose because of that, because they get intimidated out of the game. Um, I, I've never been physically or verbally abused in any way in any game, purely because I can, I can stand there for myself and I can control that situation, which I'm very lucky. I'm very grateful I've been taught that at the end of the day. Uh, but, you know, people need to re- be aware that not everyone has that ability oh. uh, you know and they should treat everybody you know with respect with respect well, on, yeah. well listen we're, we're going to let you go if the thank boys you. are all right with that but first of all like, I'll thank you again for being one of the armed forces and saving the country and stepping up and I thank you again for stepping up again at Portsmouth Cheltenham and uh, and all the best for you. Keep 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 it to us. Let's keep an eye on that sweet about getting those golden boots yeah, for you. Absolutely. Yeah. And then uh, we'll we'll keep in touch, mate. But thank you very much, Jules. I think football, you know, is seeing what a nice lad you are and and fair play to you, mate. It's brilliant. Super. General, it's been an absolute pleasure to meet you all. Thank you very much. And Cheers, I will Jules. I will now continue to listen every week now. Now I know you're Hey, listen, out. I'm hey. not putting I'm not putting any pressure on you, Jules. We've got eleven episodes to capture up on here, mate. Eleven. <laughs> hey, that, that's my problem. That is not a problem. I, I'm, I'm where I'm working tomorrow. I'm I'm, I'm not in my. I'm, I'm up in London. Um, I listen to anything during the day because my work is focused on other things. So, um, if there's any way, send me a link and I'll get hold of them. I can get through them all tomorrow. I'll oh, we'll send you the links, mate. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you just, um, I mean, search the ref pod all as one word. And it'll all come. Okay. Up, whatever, whatever you listen on, um, they're all there. We are pretty new, but it's growing pretty rapidly now. We've had quite a few good guests on, including yourself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if um, you keep in touch with us, let us know if anything pops up. We we'll get you back on again. We'll have another chat. Uh, yeah, we need to, we need to get this. Yeah, if you get this golden boot back, we need to get you back on. We need to see uh-huh. it. Absolutely. Yeah. That well, that that's the aim. Then let's let's make it. I, I, I will I will actually call the club tomorrow because I do know a lot. Of the, obviously, I know all the hospitality staff, and I know Kev McCormack, our kit man. He's ex Royal Marines as well, and Kev's been there a long time. And um, I think if you speak to the right people. They'll find out where they are. If the Cheltenham, you maybe want to put Cheltenham FC on there as well because they might have it. Might be yeah. <laughs> actually, I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll, 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 send him a, I'll send him a voice tag later so he remembers all this. Yeah, I've, done, I've, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got a memory. I've got, I've got a memory like a, like a what's it called? Was it? Uh, I was saved. The save. That's yeah. it. Granddad jokes. So you, you can't, take, yeah, you can't remember the joke. To take piss out yourself, can you? <laughs> <laughs> Lovely job. Thank you, gentlemen. Bless you, mate. mate. Great to meet you, Jules. Thank you. All the best, mate. And that was Jules Browning. Um, Great story, that was it. Great story. It's brilliant, isn't it? It's just absolutely fantastic. It's it is stuff of fairy tales, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you always you always worry when 
you get guests on that you've got no idea what they're going to be like, have you? And you always worry, how, how are they going to be? And you were brilliant, weren't you? Really good, really good on, yeah. on the mic and really good story. And you're never going to beat that. The only way you can beat that as a fan is if you actually come on and kick a ball. Yeah. I know, I know. Just imagine if you were watching like Liverpool or... Who's your support wing? He does, mate. He's, mate, he's, no. not even, he's not even a football. Look at him. He's not a football Look at man. Me. <laughs> no, I like people with scores for Donny Rovers. That's me. Just imagine what that must be. Like I said, I, I did it. It's in my, one of my um, blogs where I ran on the pitch at the end of that Liverpool City Etienne game when I was a kid. And I remember looking up at the cop thinking, fuck, how do yeah. they play here? Yeah, yeah, how yeah. Do yeah. They... Oh. Well, I, do I, you I, know, I, sorry to cut yeah, there's there's a I'm not sure one footballer said it. We can't remember now. Listen to a podcast or watch an interview, and he said not only the people that make it to the highest levels, not only the great footballers, but they've got like mentality of steel because they've got all that pressure of all them people watching it. And some people wouldn't even dare walk out of a tunnel, you know, given how many people are actually watching mm. you you play football. So like nerves of steel, I think. So I mean, yeah, I mean to to, to actually do it and and to do it where. You make a wrong decision, and you could cost your own team a goal. You know, because he's he's, he's manning Pompey's bat line, which is which is we see it's probably never pressure, done that. probably the biggest crowd he's ever done a game yeah. in front of as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And the way you know, no no no, no balls ups, did, didn't took it all in a stride. Got on with it. Love it. Absolute, I love it. Yeah. I love it, mate. It's brilliant. It's a brilliant. It's great to know how he uh, the ref had complete control. You know, and the ref was supporting him, mm. chatting to him, and explaining what was going on, talking to him through it all. You know, to 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 keep him going, to keep his confidence up there, which is which. You know, it's a superb thing that you hear from the other side. You know, this is what refs are doing. They're they're, they're not just watching the game; they're actually looking after their own linesmen, the other assistants, and they're they're telling everybody what's going on. Yeah, yeah. really, really good. So yeah. since we last talked, the Twitter accounts for Ref Sport UK has been quite eventful this week. Yeah, I, I, you know, there's a few things I want to touch on this week with you. Um, one which I think is not funny. I think it's quite serious. I think what yeah. you did in order to pull it to pieces was incredible, really. I mean, you've you've literally gone after somebody on social media that was saying some, well, some horrendous stuff, really, about um, was it Bobby Madley, the ref. Oh, Bobby Madley, yeah. And I noticed what he did. Just, 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 just for, for for everybody's benefit, just give us a little bit of a background and you well, know, tell the, us what happened. It was the um, Rotherham game, Rotherham game. Can't remember who they played. And um, Bobby Mayley, I, I, I tweeted that strong refereeing, second yellow. The, the first yellow was for taking this running into the crowd, and the second yellow came I think was uh, giving a mouth up, doing the yellow card sign money. And I thought, brilliant referee, that's what we want to do. Later, transpired. That when he looked at the video, the player that went into the crowd, he'd got pushed into the crowd by one of his own players. So, in fairness, he sort of said, we're going to be tapped out. And Howard Webb and Kevin Friends went down there and uh, they um, they talked. I don't know what the full details was, but it sounded like they had an apology. Now, interestingly, the PGML didn't release any, any, any public statements about it. Rather, the manager went on there, who I thought was really good, actually. The way he, he, you could tell he wasn't happy. Two weeks on the trot, he'd had an apology off Howard and PGMOL, but he, he never he never went into the blame culture. I thought it was great. But then I kept getting bombarded by this one individual, 10 or 20 tweets a day. And I looked at him, and what I do, as you probably noticed, before I pull anyone on Twitter, I go and look at them, I screenshot everything, because as soon as you challenge them, you see how many followers you got. And then he started deleting all the stuff that we put out. So I always screenshot it. 
And I started looking at this lad and I was thinking, he just wants me to engage with him so we can go, oh, look at me. And I looked at it and some of the stuff he put on there was terrible. Personally about me, about rev support. And what he said about Bobby, one of, one of the real bad ones, apart uh, from Cullen, the Seaways and all that, was saying that after this game, we should all get around his car and have a riot. Mm. And I'm like, I'm not having that, lad. You're begging me to, to answer. And I'm ignoring you because I, I just don't think you're worthy of the time because your intentions aren't good. And then uh, I just thought, sorry, after six days of him bombarding me, I just went, every tweet I did with a different subject, he did come in and, where are you? You haven't cowed. So I went after him, bung. oh, well, within, within 20 minutes of me putting the tweet up, screenshot of what he did. He was, he was saying, I'm offended his mental health. I was doing this. All the stuff that people were saying to him about Bobby Maley, where he thought it was fine to do it to Bobby Maley. I know the referees, it wasn't just Bobby Maley. That was fine for him to do it, but someone did similar to him, which I never, I never give him mm-hmm. all. He just said, you nasty piece of work, and here's what you've tweeted. Anyway, um, he threatened the, the police, which he couldn't have done because I checked with our legal representative that he was the one that was doing malicious communications, not us. And I get a lot of those people come back saying, you're a charity, you can't do that. Well, other charities put up pictures of dead people and emaciated children and donkeys with horrible legs, all really good causes. But we can't go back at people and saying they've been in our just, Just bizarre, really. So in the end, I had it in such a corner that I just said, the only way I'm going to accept taking those tweets down, I want you to do an unreserved apology, which is what he did. And in the meantime, there was other people who'd been throwing stuff out that they took their... their um, their accounts down. One one lad who's threatened to break someone's legs an assistant manager of a football team. His account got suspended by Twitter. It was that, it was that bad. So what oh. people need to understand who give us loads on Twitter, that's what I'm out there to do. Get those tweets, get those accounts shut down. Those who are, who are threatening, abusing and being horrible to individuals. You can critique us, give us a stick, all right with that. Don't abuse us. Don't threaten physical violence against us. And seeing don't use some of the horrible words that People like him are saying to Bobby. So in the end, he agrees. And in fairness, soon he put it up. It's, I believe it's still up there now. He retracted all the tweets and he took down all the horrible tweets he had. Uh, then our legal rep went onto his account and looked. There was a couple more today. Funny enough, he took off today. And he's and he's now saying that he's not he's going to close down that Twitter account. Now, obviously, the lads was finding that life a little bit hard. Um, but you know, you can't go out there on social media. And throw abuse, file abuse at people. Particularly referees now. And don't expect us to come back at you. Those days are gone now. The, the, yeah. the, people might give us loads saying we're the bully. You yeah. never go first. Someone will do throw a stone into the ponds and then we're the ripples that come back at you. Yeah. Um, you, yeah, well no, I, I think it's really good what you did. I think it's, um, it's, I think you're probably the first of a breed of anybody that really um, goes out there and, and, and literally puts themselves out there to protect refs. Um, not just at high levels, but you know, up and down the the pyramid of football. So I think you should be applauded for it. And look, we all know how passionate you are about it anyway. Um, and it's not words with you, is it? It's actions, which is amazing, really, because it's not just like, you know you can you can talk the talk, but I think what you do is you back yourself up and, and you walk it as well. Walk so it as well, yeah. I think it's um, oh, a, a massive um, massive hats off to you. Um, I get a lot of stuff that I deal with away from you know. Some oh, yeah. stuff comes to me. Yeah. Twitter that I'm handling, which is really bad cases. Yeah. Um, but, you and know, I think, do you, know, do you know the, sorry, mate, sorry to cut you off there. Oh. I think the important thing what people need to know is, and I, and I think what, I think when I read a lot of your tweets and I, I do you know, I can't get involved in me because I, they, they eat me up. If I get into an argument with somebody, I want to smash my phone, you know, because I want to grab them mm. and really make them understand what I'm saying. Mm. Um, 
So I have to stay out of a lot of them because I can't, I can't maintain calm. But I think when when people hear about the pod or they, they look at you and they think that you'll blindly defend any any referee or blindly or more more like the performance, and it's not. We're never saying you can't critique a ref. Just the same you can't critique a player. You'll get better refs. You get better players. You get worse refs. You get worse. You'll have referees that have a bad game. You get footballs that have a bad game. But what we're saying is we're not going to come on here and say that somebody hasn't had a bad game. But what we will say is everybody has a bad game, and it has to. You have to draw a line somewhere. You can't then be making threats and 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 everything else that you do. It's, that, that's not acceptable. You know, mm. I'm a Liverpool fan. And there's times when I've, you know, watched the game and I'll come off and I'll say, oh, do you know what? So-and-so was shit today. Absolutely shit. That's fine. I'd never go on social media and say we're going to burn his house down or threaten no. his family or want to kill him. Do you know, I still love the, the love the guy for representing Liverpool. He's had a bad game. We all, we all have him. Um, and I think it's when people cross that line and think that, that it's fair game for him to just abuse him and, you know, or in your case, what you see on a weekly basis, not not just verbally abuse them, which is bad enough, physically abuse some of these referees. Yeah, you know, yeah. I wouldn't go onto a pitch and, and attack a Liverpool player because they'd had a bad game. Yeah, I'd be pissed off, but, you know, mm-hmm. it wouldn't change my, my opinion. It wouldn't make me want to do that. And I think that's what I always find interesting when people come at you and they come at you with this angle and say, oh, what do you, what do you think to this today? Then, you know, I bet you're going to defend him because he were absolutely shit. Well, no, we're not. We're not saying he can never have a bad game. What we're saying is he can have a bad game, but that doesn't warrant abuse. Abuse, yeah, is- yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's getting in because you know I did it with the again. I, then I get the Liverpool fan thrown at me straight away. I said the McAllister red card wasn't uh-huh. a red card. Yeah, well, I, I know I'm cutting you off again. I'm sorry. I mean, it's not like I, we do I, I, I wanted to. I wanted to ask you this because I've got to be honest. Right, this weekend I watched quite a bit of football. Saturday. Um, I watched quite a bit yesterday, actually, because I watched the Lionesses. By the way, before I move on to them, Ugh, yeah, um, we'll t- we'll have a little chat about them in a minute. Because there's two things I want to tie into that after we've done this little piece. I'm glad you moved on to McAllister. I was fucking livid, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I watched I watched that game Saturday live, and the more I watched it, the the madder I was getting, and I'm really furious. And then I don't know if you've seen the challenge Saturday night, and I think it was Gutierrez on a Man City player Foden. Which was even, which was horrendous, and he got a yellow. Yet McAllister got red. And the thing is, they all go on and they all blame, like the ref and this. And you know, I couldn't see why he, he thought that might have been a red for yeah, McAllister. Absolutely, yeah. And absolutely. it's but what the what people don't understand is the way they now they've changed the interpretation of VAR because they don't want it in too much. So what they're saying is only intervene, intervene if it's clear and obvious. But I think they've gone too far. I think what, what would be better is if they intervened when they know it was a wrong decision. Not trying to call them out because how quick the game runs, but you're not telling me VAR didn't look at that and think, you know what, that weren't a red. It were a yellow at best. Mm-hmm. And to pull him in and say it were a yellow. Um, but they never, because apparently it weren't deemed as a clear and obvious mistake. You know, but, you said it, like any... but, yeah, but it, 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 if that had been a, a tougher game for Liverpool, that could have cost them two points, three points. And I, I think the way they've gone with it now, they're kind of going back too far the other way. And, and I just think that if there's been a wrong call, acknowledge there's been a wrong call and give them the opportunity to overturn it instead of saying, well, I can see why he gave that. So we're just going to keep quiet. That's, yeah, but that's if, you, if, you look, if you look at what's coming out, particularly the way Howard Webb has been brilliant and you've got like, you know, what's happened and what we mentioned about Rotherham, you know, there's someone took a photograph of them actually. There was Kevin Friends, Howard Webb and Bobby in a, in a cafe somewhere up there. Someone took a photograph of them. 
but they weren't looking to put out on Twitter. I challenged that. That got taken down. And that's, I said, that's just out of order. There they are. Obviously, he's talking about trying to sort something else. In the privacy, of, and you think it's all right to put it on. So there's another angle is why I do, I do what I say. But what, what I was getting at is, I would have said that they don't want them to re-referee the game. And I get that. I actually get that. But sometimes you've got to come in and re-referee re- referee the incident. Yeah. Otherwise, what's, because what's it's the had point? a better angle than the referee had. What's the point? I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's where this goes. And then it's a case of like, when do you bring it in? Because if if you do it immediately, they're going to say, "Well, look at those two you missed there." And so there's always got to be a beginning and end. Do you know what? They, they will they will look back over a penalty, won't they? You know, if he calls a penalty like that, somebody got a penalty yeah. today, and the look yeah. VAR looked over it. It was, it, was, um, it might have been the Sobersly one, the what the penalty Liverpool got. There's yeah. been a couple. I think one will look back on with Pickford in goal yesterday and VAR. So. There's been a major call. The referees in in his first instance is called the penalty. So what do they do next? VAR check to see if he's made a massive error. Why mm. don't we implement that same structure to red cards? Because a red card is just a bigger of a decision, if not more, than a penalty. Than a penalty. Yeah. So if if they're going to say right, I'm red carding him, then can't we say VAR will check red card? And that way, it's not coming in all the time. But you can't have them review a penalty kick to see whether they've got it right and not review. A red card to it. It just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't. But do you know what else I think it is? What I think else, and I get why the PGMO are thinking this way. And you know what I'm like. I don't just defend them. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. You know, I'm not like that. But I sort of look at it and I just think I do get. It's like the beauty of our game is, and that's why I always say you're never going to get consistency. Someone laughed at me, and I said consistency is in the eye of the beholder. It's like beauty. One person's consistency is another one bottling it, or you're a crap referee. Mm. And all you can do is be consistent in the game, but or be and and Paul Dirkin used to say something when he was he was a referee coach, and he he would say to us, just be consistent in the fifteen minutes, the fifteen in the blocks. Keep yeah yeah. yeah. Then so, again, you could be uh, let something else go. Clear, clear your mind of, of anything that's that might have been a 50-50. You, you see what I mean? And I yeah, think yeah. so. Someone's fifty-fifty is another one's red card. Yeah yeah. And I think that's what we've got here. I think someone just thought. Well, actually, yeah, there's, there's, yeah, there's a bit more than a fifth. It's an amber card, so I'm going with a red. Do you know what I mean? They always say an amber is a bit more than a yellow and not quite a red. And I think it's, I think it's anything that sits in there. But when you look at everything that was there, I even seen um, McAllister's body language. He was sort of like that with his hands, didn't he? I know we're on YouTube here for the people listening on, on not on YouTube. He put his hands out to try to stop. Martin himself. is putting hands by his side up. And <laughs> I think, I mean, there's, there was little nuances there, and I think. Again, the penalty with the Liverpool game we could have talked about. The penalty of the Man United game that, that Bruno Fernandez was, was moaning about. You know, the Wolves game. <laughs> yeah, Here we are, not yeah. even on the third round of fixtures, and look what's going on. Yeah. People never say turn around and go, "I must be so bad to referee." But look but at I, these things. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But you I just think, go, "You're wrong. You're shit." I mean, I know, but I think they went ever. so. I think they went so far in the introduction where it was getting involved all the time, and that was too much. Yeah, and now what they're saying is we're only going to get involved if it's clear and obvious. Ever well, fucking hell, that Man United penalty were or the the Wolves penalty were a clear and obvious, know, not man. error. It were a clear and obvious misjudgment, or he's missed it, or he's not seen it properly. It were a clear and obvious fucking mistake. It were a penalty. Same with McAllister. It were a clear and obvious mistake. It were a yellow. And I think that what they're going to do is they did it too much to piss people off. So now they're going to do too little. And it'll piss people off. I think what well, I think I'm, I'm hoping what eventually applies is there's a little bit of common sense and there's a little bit of a middle ground. And major, major incidents such as penalties and red cards should be reviewed. 
should and absolutely I think we get be there, And I think we get there, and what's the beauty now of the people that are running football now? They're allowing the game to be changed for the better, yeah. which has never, ever happened, has it? I know you're, yeah. you're saying fucking hell's obvious, we're all doing that, we're all doing that. But but we, I think football knows now that they'll listen. The Howard Webbs, the Kevin Friends, the the Mike Jones, I, and, and the FA, they'll listen. They'll try to act quickly. That's never been the case in football at any level. So when all the footballer people out there are getting frustrated like you are, they've got to realize actually that we're not shouting against the brick wall here. Mm-hmm. They they might go the other way. The pendulum might swing one way. I would said pull the curtains back. I would said don't want to re-referee the game. It's gonna it's gonna come somewhere. It's gonna be right. And I think those conversations are definitely gonna be happening with the LMA, the PFA, because mm-hmm. they're all in this charter. There's a participants charter that's been developed, but only two weeks in. Remember, and I just believe. That yet it's frustrated, and yet there's going to be winners and losers, but they're still going to listen to the football. They're going to listen to the football family, the fans, the refs, the players. They're going to get. I do believe they're going to get it right. I'm not blindly doing it. I'm not going to say there's not going to be big errors between now and, and when it gets fixed, but I, I've got real faith that it will get fixed. You know, VAR will be what it is supposed to be. But I don't know when that is. But I no, believe it. It, it, it is. It is taking a long time, and I, I've never been a bigger. Big enough. I, I do love rugby, uh, especially the rugby league. I'm really into that. I mean, but I've never been a big enough fan to remember or or have watched it enough when that was implemented in their sport to see how long it took them to get it right. Because if you, I know it's a different game, but if you do watch it, it does work. And I think another thing, I think it, it's it's disappointing, but it's a step forward. And this this will lead us on into the lionesses. You know, when we had Andy Ambler on, he spoke about um, obviously there were, there were going to be um, you're going to hear the feedback. Yeah. I think that's been a step in the right direction, but still not quite enough for the home viewers or people. You know, like where they are coming on the on the mic, but they're only telling you what they tell you with a hand signal. You're not yeah. actually learning. You're not yeah. actually gaining any anything. Yeah, from yeah, it. no real insight. Um, yeah, so whether that's, I think it's a step on in the right direction, but again, maybe not not quite enough at the minute. But it's a step, and I think a step is is better than blindly stood there it? saying no. Yeah, but yeah. And, and, and let's be honest, Andy Ambler was. Trusted us enough to, to announce that that was yeah. going to happen on his podcast, yeah. which was great. And I, I I actually believe that I think he wants more. Because don't forget, Andy Ambler is, yeah. is brilliant over here. Yeah. When you get into the politics of FIFA and the politics of those other people at the top there, you definitely haven't got the same outlook as Andy Ambler and those people who are trying to make positive difference like I was wearing the PGM over here. They're yeah. going to hit those walls. Because when they admit to do it quickly, they admit they're wrong. And, and FIFA particularly, the FA used to be like that and the PGML used to be like that, but they're not like that now. This not invented here syndrome. Mm. But it's not, not invented there, and it's not their idea. Nah, it ain't, it ain't happening even if it's right. And I think what's happening with the FA, particularly in the PGMOL, is that they're going, actually, this is wrong. We want to fix it. Can you help us fix it? And that's where the problem's going to happen, because when you look at what Howard did when the Sky a couple of weeks ago, when he, he published the conversations on VAR, didn't he? Mm. Well, he wants to do that more regularly. We've been told that. But he can't do it live because FIFA won't let him. Yeah, I know. So, again, football's got to be fair to the PGMOL. Like you just had, had a bit of a rant there, which I understand because I'm the same with the telly. That, that I know. I know the PGMOL, Abbas Webb, Andy Ambler, Danny Neeson, Peter Dell. They want to make this difference. But they're stuck when it comes to FIFA and IFAB because they won't let them do it. They can't just go off and do it. They can't. They've got to write it off. They've got to sign. And I think... I think I think we're going to see lots of changes quickly in the, in the next few months about that happens the VAR process. And I, I hope so because I think I think that the, the, the longer it carries on and the longer this 
VAR drama persists, the, the more it's going to turn people off. I mean, yeah. the, re- the reason why I say that is it'll never turn me off because football is my ultimate passion. I live it, I breathe it. If I'm not watching it, I'm coaching it. You know, if I'm not coaching it, I'm refing it. If I'm not refing it, I'm organising it. You know, I, 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 there's never a day goes by where football doesn't in some way impact on my life and, and what I'm doing in a day. But there are people that maybe are not as invested as I am. People are switching on. I mean, I, I'll, give you another, I'll give you another scenario why it is. The cost of it. The cost, not only now to go to a game and watch a game, is, is through the roof. I mean, I've seen somebody share something today. Pint prices at West Ham, oh, £7.50 yeah. for a pint. I, you know, I would talk to my mate today because Sky, have, uh, and I don't care what bothered it. He can't give me any bother because it's there. It's legal. My my subscription's up for renewal. They want 157 quid a month for me. And, you know, my argument to that is I don't really watch much Sky TV anymore. The only reason I pay for it is because I love my football. So I want both Sky and I want BT Sport to watch all Premier League games and the Champions League. So it's not cheap anymore. And the more you tarnish the brand, the more you make it less enjoyable, the less people are going to spend. And that will start, it will, it will, it'll happen. It will, and, and I think about, and Danny Murphy gets pulled for this all the time. And, I, and I'm a really big, I, I, I really back what he says about when the reason, listen, football, as much as I love it, it's stressful. The only enjoyment you get out of football, really, is when that ball is back of the net because the rest <laughs> of the time, I've said this before, it's it, the amount of stress it puts you under. The goal is the elevation, it's the lift, and it's the highs and the buzz that the goal gives you, which is why you keep coming back. Because ultimately, I mean, you're a Liverpool fan, Matt. you high-profile games, Liverpool, Champions League fan. I've been there. I've been at Athens when they got beat 2-1 two, two, by Milan. You know, I've been at Chelsea, FA Cup final, and we got beat the fight. I hated it. One of the worst days of my life. I didn't want to look at football ever again when I got beat. That's how much... It affects me. So you go for the highs of the goals. And when the goals go in now, right, I do not, and this is the truth, by the way, I do not celebrate a goal as hard as what I used to. I know, because, because, it, yeah. because I don't know whether, you know, before you used to look and if the, the line, line... I used to look at the line, yeah, wasn't you? If the flag were think? down, bang, I'm on my way, I'm gone. I'm, I'm oh, ro- no. I've, I've rolled down steps at Anfield, mate. I've, honestly, <laughs> I've, been, I've been dragged over seats. I've dragged people over seats. I'm an idiot, right? That part of football at top level has gone for me because mm-hmm. you, you, I've, I've celebrated and then you've gone back and you, you're buzzing, you sat down, yeah, get in. VAR's checking goal. And you're like, shit. So, and then when they say you celebrated twice, no, you don't. It's the it's a spontaneous... Spont- you worry twice, you worry twice. Yeah, yeah. I think also... Spontaneity. talking about the highs and happens, lows. But, it's, but this, a- coming back, I'm going to finish right here. You can take me over. This is, why I, this is why I'm in love with grassroots even more. Not because I'm a coach, I live it and I breathe it for my boys and my club. I know if that goal stands or not there and then. So my rush is instantaneous. Sorry, mate. That's where I'm No, going. that's fine. I get it. And I, I love you, Pastor. I've said it before. Why are you waving a fork around, Wayne? It's not a fork. This is the back scratcher. Oh, a back ah. scratcher. Ooh. I get itchy back, mate. <laughs> the, um, so look, the, it's a detractable one. Look at that. Eh? When you were talking Ooh. about the highs and lows, I was thinking, come on, come on. Let's bring in the lionesses here. But what that journey they must have been on. And, and one of the things I, I want to say about most of that tournament, about the, how brilliant the Lionesses were, absolutely brilliant, on and off the pitch. Mm. But can you, you know what I love about them? Do you see anyone dive? Do you see anyone roll yeah, around yeah, like they're being battered? Spanish yesterday, pathetic. Bang. Pathetic. But I didn't... Uh, apart apart from, from that, apart from that, no. Really? Which is, let's be honest, it's... it's Almost in the DNA, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I know. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's it's fucking horrendous, isn't it? Let's call it well, what like, it is. Well, yeah. Listen, I want to talk about... Did you see that that that, that smack Greenwood's got 
Yeah, split oh, to eye open. Can't wait yeah. to get back awesome. on. They're going to change it on pitch. Yeah, 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 she's going to get her kit off on pitch and uh, get changed there. Oh, she and never then. rolled around, did she? No. She no. Never, never seen her roll. It's got, no. She's got her eye look like she's just done, you know, being 10 rounds of bleeding yeah. AJ. Tyson, AJ. Just yeah. lay there, got it done. You know, I'll have Terry Butcher, thing around her head. Off she went, off she went, bangs. Brilliant. Just, i never seen anyone rolling. i never seen no mimicking. And they were nearly world's champions. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, but none of them did it. None of them do you know, was horrible. Do you, know what, do you know what I love about them as well? Go on, sorry. Well, the one, the one bad was, was uh, Lauren James won it, which she did. That's yeah. stupidity. That was, it was, yeah. It was, it, I mean, it didn't like it, really. Yeah, but I didn't, I didn't like the way um, the manager got um, stick because she dropped it for the final. I thought that was a great message. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought that was a brilliant no message. Absolutely. There were some people giving her loads. I just thought, no, great. You know, you can go and do what you do. Be stupid. Be very lucky to only get two. Yes. Yeah. You know, I think I'm pretty sure Violent Conduct is three. Don't yeah. Got with two. Yeah. I think because he apologized so profusely, yeah. that got down to yeah. two. Give it a chance. And then I was amazed up that she did that. that yeah. She never, she never and and to be fair, Ella Toon came in and did really well in a place. So, it, you yeah. Know, and I thought it was great. And I know what else I think is great. Here we are all talking and we all know the names. Yeah. No, I mean, listen, <laughs> I became. I became a massive uh, fan of it. Uh, I told Wayne, I told you about it when they won Euros. Yeah, I was, that's I was, right, yeah. I was in our coaches chat and they were like, oh, I'm not watching that. And I said, I'm telling you right now, turn it on, watch England. They're unbelievable. Play some unbelievable football. It is brilliant. And do you know what? They were all, I just thought they got the tactics wrong yesterday. I just thought... Yeah, this, yeah they're starting set up, Yeah, I, th- I think they set up the second half in the first half. I think they're a one. I don't. Yeah. I, I, I hate it. All I heard for that first 20 minutes was, oh, how good Spain are technically. We are. I, I, I don't bow we down to this... Yeah, yeah. To this this ideology that we can't play technical football, we can and we do. We just oh, had a different. We just had a different game plan to what they did. Yeah, um, and one of the one of the shallow way of evidences, totally shallow this is, but it's my little world of how far the female game has come. Is that as as I said earlier, the triplets were one on Friday, mm. and we we couldn't have a do till Sunday. But my missus was like, no, 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 we'll go down to see the triplets at half time. <laughs> and when I met my missus, we were watching Liverpool Everton game on the telly. She didn't even know what she said to me, what colour of Liverpool in? That's how. Yeah. And then she went to, she's been to more football grounds than any of my mates. She used to come and watch me, the Fareen. <laughs> she's, she's, and there she was, she wouldn't go and see the triplets until you know half time. Yeah, because my, because my, she was that into it. That's it amazing. Yeah. That's brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, well, my missus' birthday, and she wanted to watch it. So we sat. I've got like an area outside with a seven point one surround sound. It's amazing, mate. In like a wooden, <laughs> a wooden hut that I built. Your um, little tiki um, bar. Yeah, my little tiki bar, and I sat outside yeah. there. Felt felt like I was in, in Spain myself. We but no, do an episode for me. I drank absolutely, should, mate. Yeah. But um, honestly, it was. I I I, I love them, mate. I think they're great. And do you know what I love about them? They're not media trained. Yeah. <laughs> so they're just they're, they're exactly how I want. Men to talk, yeah. you know, yeah, just yeah. come straight off of the chest and yeah. say how it is. But I think they should be disappointed, definitely, because I think they should have won. I, I tipped them to win it right from the start. Um, but I think they should be immensely proud. And I, and I also believe that I don't care what... You're going to have to go somewhere for the sports personality of the year, team of the year, to beat them. Yeah, yeah. Let's call it now. Yeah. yeah, Because they that's an amazing, amazing achievement. The way they've done it, everything about it, with Mary Elps, I think it was Herbs. Mary Elps. I mean, absolutely phenomenal. I mean, did you see what Jackie Oakley called her? Jackie Oakley called her Mary Queen of Stops. Queen of Stops, yeah. No, we, we call we call her Mad Mary in our house. Mad Mary, she's brilliant. 
Yeah, she Absolutely. is amazing. They're all amazing. That you know, and I think another thing what people don't realize is they had like three key players missing. They had the yeah. captain Williamson out. They had uh, um, Frank Kirby and Beth Mead. All massive players when they won that yeah. Euros. Uh, were it last year? Were it last year? Or year, year before? Year before, um, yeah, yeah. And uh, Wait, you know, you know they're, they're they're phenomenal. And that Kira Walsh, she's unreal passing range. I love I love ball yeah. players. I love string pullers. And she's just unreal. But yeah, you know, I, I, I'm glad you mentioned it because I am really proud of her. I, 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 would de- I couldn't get it out of my mind all day yet. That's how much football affects me. It mm. stays with me for days. I can't get it out of my mind that the, yeah. the, when teams I want to win get beat. Yeah. Yeah, make sure you tune in um, for, well, we'll have another one next week. Um, follow us, you know it by now, The Ref Pod. Um, can forget us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, I think I've covered it. It's, it's literally everywhere now. Um, brilliant episode last week. If you've missed the Troy Townsend, it was my favourite so far. Yeah, go and have a listen. It's an absolute mammoth listen. You might want to do it in two parts. You might want to do it all at once. Uh, but some of the stuff that comes out in there is, is unbelievable. If you're joining us, if you're brand new, check out our list of guests already. You know, we've had Jeff Winter, we've had Sam Wallace, we've had Pete Walton, we've had Jim White. Um, we're just, we're just, we're just getting better and better. So that's us, episode twelve. Um. Anything planned good for the week, guys? Uh, friendly on Wednesday night. Friendly, yeah. Martin, mob, mob no, cel- celebration. No, no, we're relatively all, relatively, yeah. A couple of weeks, I'll be going to Romania, which will, if I can do a pod from Romania. Oh yeah, that'll be good. That'll be good on a Monday because it's at the um, the Six Aside Champions League in Romania. Wow. Yeah, Excellent. Nice all the best league, all the best teams that have won. Their national league in in around the, around our country around the Europe all come together in this lovely spa resort called Oradia, and uh, and I'm over there as part of their referee executive, looking at the referees, and I might even be doing a bit of commentary too. So really, Ooh, really, wow! Imagine me, listen. Imagine me away talk, trying to pronounce some of these. You know, what they should really do is put you and Jamie Carragher on together now. That would be yeah, brilliant. <laughs> and the screen might be full of spit, but we'd, we'd have a go. We'd have a go. Have... I don't mean because he's spitting out someone. I mean the way we talk and we spit. Oh, yeah. I know, I know what you meant. Yeah, right, right, well, brilliant. listen, thanks again for your time. Enjoy. Cheers, All right. Time. See you later. Thanks, Bye. Bye.